Clearshore presents Working Hard is Not the Same as Working Smart by Steve Blank. September 7th, 2016 at steveblank.com. Measuring how hard your team is working by counting the number of hours they work or what time they get in and leave is how amateurs run companies. The number of hours worked is not the same as how effective they and you are. I had been invited by Raoul, one of my students from long ago, to stop in and see how his startup was doing. Actually, startup would be a misnomer, as Raoul had built a great company, now over $50 million in annual revenue with hundreds of employees. We were scheduled for dinner, but Raoul invited me over in the afternoon to sit in on a few of his staff meetings, get some product demos, admire the furniture in the cafe, and get a feel of the company. Before we left for dinner, I asked about the company culture and the transition from a startup to a company. We talked about how he was onboarding new employees, managing scale by writing operations manuals for each job function, and publishing company and department mission and intent. He said he got the idea from reading my blog posts on mission and the one on innovation culture. It was all impressive, until we got to the subject of how hard his employees worked. His response reminded me what an idiot I had been for most of my career. Our team knows this isn't a 9-to-5 company. We stay as long as it takes to get the job done. I looked a bit dumbfounded, which I think he took for impressed because he continued, Most days when I leave at 7 p.m., my employees are still hard at work. They stay all hours of the night, and we often have staff meetings on Saturdays. I cringed. Not because he was dumb, but because for most of my career, I was equally clueless about what was really happening. I'd required the same pointless effort from my teams. Our dinner was scheduled for 7.15 around the corner, so we headed out at 7, announcing to his staff he was off for dinner. As soon as we got outside his building and into the full parking lot, I asked Raoul if he could call the restaurant and tell them we were going to be late. I said, let's just wait across the street from your company's parking lot and watch the front door. I want to show you something I painfully learned way too late in my career. He knew me well enough to patiently stand there. At 7.05, nothing happened. What am I supposed to be seeing? he asked. Just wait, I replied, hoping I was right. At 7.10, still no movement at the front door. By now he was getting annoyed, and just as he was about to say, let's go to dinner, the front door of the company opened, and a first trickle of employees left. I asked, are these your VPs and senior managers? He nodded, looking surprised, and kept watching. Then, after another ten-minute pause, a stream of employees poured out of the building like ants emptying the nest. Rahul's jaw dropped and then tightened. Within a half hour, the parking lot was empty. There wasn't much conversation as we walked to dinner. After a few drinks, he asked, What the heck just happened? 21st century work measured by 20th century custom and culture norms. In the 20th century, we measured work done by the number of hours each employee logged. On an assembly line, each employee was doing the same thing, so productivity simply equaled hours worked. Employees proved they were at work by using time cards to measure attendance. Even today, the U.S. government still measures its most creative people with a time management system in 15-minute increments. Even as white-collar, non-hourly jobs proliferated, men and the majority of workforce management was men equated hours with output. 
This was perpetuated by managers and CEOs who had no other norms and never considered that managing this way was actually less effective than the alternatives. I pointed out to Raul that what he was watching was that his entire company had bought into the culture of working late, but not because they had work to do or it was making them more competitive or generating more revenue, but because the CEO said it was what mattered. Every evening, the VPs were waiting for the CEO to leave. And then when the VPs left, everyone else would go home. Long hours don't necessarily mean success. There are times when all-nighters are necessary. Early days of a startup on a project deadline. But good management is knowing when it is needed and when it is just theater. Raul's response was one I expected. This is what we did in investment banking at my first job in my 20s and my boss rewarded me for my hard work. Sleeping at my desk was something to be proud of. I completely understood. I learned the same thing from my boss. Productivity The rest of the dinner conversation revolved around, if not hours worked, what should he be measuring? When is it appropriate to ask people to work late? Burnout and the true measures of productivity. Lessons learned Define the output you want for the company getting input from each department or division. Use mission and intent to create those definitions and the appropriate metrics for measuring them. Publish and communicate widely and provide immediate feedback for course correction. Define the output you want for each department. Define mission and intent for the department. Create the appropriate metrics for each employee to match mission. Measure and document output at appropriate intervals, daily, weekly, monthly, etc publish and communicate widely, and provide immediate feedback for course correction. Finally, ensure that the system does not create unintended consequences. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.